You're now listening to the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. Garage fam, we are back. Welcome to the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. I'm invisible. Jeff Boy's got goldfish. Nothing's changed. Nothing's new. It's all the same. Um, I'm wearing camouflage. What do you think? See that tight end appreciation club underneath there. Uh, you're always appreciating tight ends. <laughs> My wife's mainly. Yeah, dude. No, I mean, look, we had some good. We had some good tight end stuff going on. I mean, it was uh, it was not the best tight end day by any means. There was no 15 plus tight ends. But you still got to appreciate the ones that did the best. And uh, that's definitely something that we're going to do in this episode because week 10 is over. We got to talk a little bit about chef bets. Uh, we got to talk about some of the random shit that I saw today. My first official day watching nothing but NFL happened today. This is big. Do you feel like a change, man? Uh, I feel – I feel like I did last year, like around this time, because once the NASCAR season was over, it was just like, okay, we're here. And I, and like my attention span with NASCAR got way like away from football. And now that I'm like drilled in, I'm noticing all the shit that's going on, the sidelines, the coaches, the things that are being yelled at that we can't hear, but we know they're saying like, fuck you and stuff like that. Like I got to really like, you know, see all that today. So there's a lot to talk about. Um, are you starting to understand why I had like the worst memory? Cause I'm cramming all of this in with NASCAR every week. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm not like to me, like a Sunday is like a good day to like enjoy chill you know, like, I'm sure that, like, when when we're, like, at the point to where we're, like, hanging out, like, on a Sunday, we're not on, like, Zoom calls, and, like, we have, like, the like the, the chef kitchen room, where we just, like, we're just going to literally make an industrial kitchen where we watch football games, and then, like, you can cook while we're betting on shit. Like, it'll be a different story, you know? Probably just throwing goldfish into a pan and burning them. As far as it sounds, like, I'm usually – stressing the entire sun like you should see me on a sunday bro it's not it's not enjoyable like i'm in front of a tv refreshing like one page the entire time and watching another page and like it's not like just like chugging like chugging alkaline water with zantac and heart medication for blood pressure depending like, on the sunday? week <laughs> i probably need i probably need some more uh sundays with friends because Usually yeah. Saturdays, my uh, like social, like I socialize on Saturdays so that Sunday can be my day, and like in the lab and in, in the kitchen, right? Chefs in the kitchen on Sunday. Yeah, so, always in the kitchen on Sunday, man. Chef beds, baby. So maybe I do need somebody around me on Sunday so I can relax because I was uh, like watching very stressfully all day today. I can't wait to get to the Ville, man. It's gonna be fun. We're gonna we're gonna have a good time, um, but that's not the case right now. So let, let's go ahead and start off with uh, with Chef Beds from this morning. You got your stuff. You got your stuff pulled up in front of you, so that everybody that didn't get to play Chef Bets um, can know what we what you had. They're probably happy. I think I've had yeah. my. I think I just had my third losing week, but 
we still have the Vikings tomorrow uh, pending. So let's see. I'm pulling it up right now. We had Washington plus plus four. That's a winner. Bills plus three. That's a winner. Seahawks plus three. That's a loser. We had the Packers and two teasers. So both of those are losers. So that's a two and three record right there. Um, Saints Ravens. That's a loser. And Steelers Ravens. So we're sitting at two and five with the Vikings pending. So not the best week for the Chef bets. But hey, you can't win them all, right? Yeah, dude, maybe this is because NASCAR is over and, like, all my attention was watching football. What if I'm, like, a bad omen? Now, like, what if I don't need to watch football so you can continue winning? I would buy that theory if it wasn't for the fact that if the Ravens score a touchdown, the Packers score a touchdown, we're sitting at 7-0. and So, we really are only, like, um, I mean, the Packers easily should have covered uh, seven points. They had a – I'm pretty sure they gave up a Keelan Cole um, – Kickoff return, Chase. They did that. They did that. I did that. See happened. That happened. Then the Ravens, I'm pretty sure, um, instead of kicking a field goal at the end of a halftime, threw a Lamar Jackson threw a pick. So, you know, it's, it's a game of inches. And it this was is, raining. And it was raining. That's true. This just shows you how good the bookmakers are, though. The guys that are setting these lines are usually so right that. It really all. I mean, as good as I, as good as I've been this season on the on the best bets, they're usually only off by one score. The odds, like the spreads, usually only lie within one score either way. So you know, you know how to be that good, though. You know, you know what it takes to be that good. What dedication and a lot of goldfish. You got to be hydrated, you dingus. That's why you should drink Drip Drop RS. It's the what official. I mean, that could work, too, but they don't pay us money. Okay. Drip Drop RS was invented to treat dehydration in the most challenging circumstances. It's used by doctors. It's used by athletes, firefighters, military members, the garage guys, NFL fans, literally players. They use it. They just don't tell you about it because Gatorade pays more, I guess. I don't know. But you can go right now. To dripjob.com. Get the stuff the pros use. Use promo code GarageGuys20 at checkout. It's the best hydration on the planet. Guaranteed. Garage Guy Chase certified. Chef Boy certified. Just say it so that it's not like just out of my mouth. Yeah, certified. I just Chef literally certified. hiked 12 miles with the drip drop. Literally, yeah. And if you follow him on Twitter at Chef Boy, you'll see him and all his bougie hiking gear. <laughs> you really had some bougie-ass hiking gear on, dude. <laughs> I'm sorry. Dude, it was heavy. You had, you, had some, you had the spandex working hot, dude. You was ready. It's a sweat, my brother, gave some, my brother gave me some crap for that. He's like, man, you have those tight pants yeah. on. So. <laughs> man, that's what happens when you get Christmas gifts, man. I don't, I don't, I don't, really, buy, I don't really buy clothes, you know. I uh, – I collect clothes. Yeah. It's not a bad I am serious. Like, I can't – I've shopped probably one time in the past two or three years. Well, look, as much shit that you'll probably get for that, at least your balls probably weren't sweaty as shit because there's no way in hell sweat could have been made in those pants. So, oh, that's good. good. <laughs> yeah. And it was also probably cold at the top of a mountain. So, if anybody gives you any shit, I just had to throw – I just had to throw my shot. But at the same time, you probably wouldn't catch me hiking up a fucking mountain. 
So you got that going. But yeah, you had to get the drip. I, I like the I like the, the the talk there. Yeah, I had to. Uh, I had to, and I caught you at like the worst weirdest time with that because I know that like right now inside your mind you're just like the Pats just won yay the the, the Ravens didn't win no <laughs> huh how's my fit today is it gonna look a little it's better fit. it's not as bougie as chill you're good and the goldfish and the wine help too so you're there anytime you have goldfish everything else doesn't matter it smiles back that's it, baby. This night, the smile's back. I mean, look at me. I look like I just came out the trailer. I'm surprised. So, oh, you, oh the, the, the tight end appreciation club with the camouflage really throws people off. I'm a trailer park boy. You really are. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> we got to quit. We got to talk about football. Yeah, I know. All right, let's, let's kick it off with the early games. What was some of your, like, big takeaways from this early window? Because to me, it sucked the most. They're just it's like you're used to having all the, the games, like a lot of games in the early window, and today it was like the opposite. So we started off like I thought that the Lions like were about to like go Falcon mode, dude, and Matt Prater saved the day. I think that'd be a good one to start off on. Um Dude, Alex Smith almost had the comeback story of the year. Had yeah. he had he would have I mean, let's let's think about this, right? So they went down and they tied the game up and then Prater killed his dreams, but that game was about to be to overtime, and Alex Smith was about to lead them to victory in overtime. So, and it's not just Alex Smith; it's Alex Smith 8.0 because he's on the eighth rendition of his brace. He goes and gets Dude. fitted. <laughs> Can we talk about the fact that like, he should not be playing anymore? No, dude, it like, should be over. That dude is like Robocopping. He's Robocopping. When they said he's on the eighth. Like, like rendition of this brace. I'm like, what? Like, this dude's leg is not real at this point. He's the first um, Westworld host to be playing in the NFL. Absolutely, dude. Yeah, or like that one movie that Bruce Willis was in that tanked in the box office. What oh, was yeah, it? Yeah, uh, yeah okay. surrogates. Yeah, there's an Alex Smith surrogate. He's Alex Smith is actually like gray hair and like wrinkled, and he's in his room playing football in his brain. That's what's happening. <laughs> so yeah, but no, um, dude, I was worried, man. I had I had some decent lineups going today in DFS, dude. Um, I uh, I was nervous because when McKissick was out there doing some shit, I was like, yo, like, why is JD McKissick like relevant right now? He's like forty nine hundred on DK, and then Antonio Antonio Gibson like came back and saved the day though. So shout out to him. He did good. He got like twenty two. Um, I put on the expert round table over on over on roto baller i have like a little like q a i answered and one of those 12 questions is give a bold prediction and i said that both washington football team running backs would score today so i was pretty proud of that both yeah. got scored i'm pretty sure gibson scored twice yeah he did and so for anybody that wants to like talk shit and say that the chef like sucks because he lost some money this week. Like, go read that shit. Think twice. I'll take it. From I'm a usually going to be right in like some area, whether it's betting or DFS. And I, my biggest problem is when I hit big on DFS, I usually have a bad betting week. When I hit on betting, I that's that's like my biggest struggle right now is hitting that balance. Um, 
but I think I'll find it with NFL because it used to be whenever I was terrible in NASCAR chase, I would crush NFL when I was great on on NASCAR. I'd do bad in NASCAR uh, in NFL. So it's now the NASCAR season's over. over. Yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't flip flop anymore. Yeah. Straight consistency. But I miss NASCAR at the same time. I don't want to make it sound I do too. Today was supposed to be Homestead Championship Day, but it was last week instead. The cool thing about NASCAR, and I say, I feel like I've said this every podcast, I feel like we'll be back very soon. I mean, just think about how fast the last year's gone by with me and you and the podcast and and all the, 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 the new things we're doing. And, Two months from now, we'll be talking about NASCAR. Yeah. Also, <laughs> if you are bored, Julia Londeur, that was born in New York City, uh, the first NASCAR race weekend in Croatia just went down. So if you're up for some Croatian NASCAR, you can check that out. Um, so I think she I won. I don't even know how to like begin to process that. So I'm just going to not process that. I feel like a shitty fan because I had no idea that there was NASCAR in Croatia. So no, that, don't feel bad. Those are the tryhards. We don't want to be those guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I just, I watch NASCAR here in the good old US of A and that's all I really know. So that's what we call the nerds. Yeah. Nerd boy. Don't be a nerd don't boy. Okay. Nerds. Just watch football. I will say this. I want to give a shout-out to this one guy from NASCAR Twitter that like, I found to be a really cool guy uh, that I just, like, he, we followed each other not too long ago. His name is Dalton Good. He's, like, a, a Kyle Busch fan. He's actually from Nashville area, I think. He lives in Tennessee. He's a Panthers fan. We get into this exchange today. He was like, I'm kind of glad NASCAR is over. He was like, because this shit's stupid as fuck. Half the shit you want to talk about. Like, he's just, like, tweeting that out about NASCAR Twitter. And I'm just like – I like this guy. Like, he's saying, like, I was like, you footballing? He was like, hell yeah, I'm watching football. He's like, I'm a Panthers fan. He started talking about it, and then he's like, fuck the Falcons. And I'm like, that's my guy. I'm like, so, yeah, so that's cool. Shout out to him. He likes football. It's okay. There are other sports out there, guys. Um, but back into it. Better, help, I better hope that I never start paying attention to social media. I feel like I would oh be the guy. Yeah, there's already drama. There's drama unfolding right now. I don't want to get too deep into the attention, but apparently some dude's been creeping on 17-year-old girls. That's a no-no. Don't do that. That's jail time, pal. I'm just worried about, like, what my, like, sarcastic troll self would – if I actually engaged on Twitter and I was, like, on social media a lot, I don't think it would be good for me and you. Uh, well, that's the, the beauty of it is that we're just going to keep working really hard. One day we'll be <laughs> self-funded, and then we can just unleash – like, and just, just say, just say it like it is. I mean, I say shit like it is now, but it's like, there's also lines. There's too many fucking lines now. So you just gotta be chill, but it is what it is. We know we're good people. And a lot of people know we're good people, but when people do shitty stuff, it's just like, you can get roasted for trying to say something right. I just don't, yeah. I just don't pay attention enough on social media. That was my point. It's like, I don't, it's entertaining. I don't even I love social media. drama until I get on this podcast. Like I get on this podcast and. It's like, Chase, I've been almost having a heart attack all day with betting on football. What's going on on Twitter? And I'm just like, man, I've just been fucking sitting around watching football, looking at NASCAR drama. Crazy day. But you you are way off of it, man. I mean, I feel like you were late on the game, so maybe you were watching football. I was. I was watching football. Dude, I told you, this was my first first day like back in, in, the, in the action. I loved it. Um, but yeah, away, away from the Detroit game, the, the one game I did love and the content that followed it. And I, 
it sucks to talk about it, but if there's one likable team in the NFC South that's not the Saints, it's the Bucks. And so Tom Brady with the whipping of a lifetime. And how odd is this? The number one fantasy scorer today, outscored Alvin Kamara, is Thomas Brady himself uh, went fucking berserk on the Panthers. And, like, everybody got some except for Antonio Brown. And I loved every fucking second of it. I thought Antonio Brown, did he not score, like, okay? I don't know. I don't know exactly what he did, but I, I didn't hear he nothing fine. about it. I think they all – I mean, I think he had, like, eight, you know, 15 points, something like that. Yeah, well, he didn't do – he didn't do as good – as who was it Mike I know Mike Evans I think was like the best and then you had the 98 yard Rojo run looking like Derek Henry this was the perfect example Chase of what is probably to come for all you season long players and for DFS players is if he spreads it around like this who I mean how can you really ever feel great of course you might have a game where Goblin pops off or Evans pops off or Antonio Brown but Antonio Brown had 13 points, by the way, and he had no touchdowns. I'm pretty sure all those guys they finished within, despite their differences in touchdowns and yards, like Antonio Brown might have had the most yards, they all finished within like seven points of each other. So it's like, how do you really know? I mean, you don't know. That's the answer. All I know is this. Naked. Play him naked in DFS. Don't Don't pair him with anybody. And then just hope they throw for four touchdowns. If they spread it all around and you play Tom Brady, you're you're okay. If you don't get the right, if you all right, let's say you pair him with Antonio Brown today, you don't pay off your salary. No. But if you play well, Tom, him by himself with 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 none of the receivers, you're in business. He's always been that guy, though. He's always been the guy you play naked. Like Tom, well, Tom so had the, usually the guy you play naked is the guy that like gets rushing touchdowns. But I'm pretty sure Brady had a rushing touchdown today. He did, he did, he did have one. That's what was incredible about it, man. I mean, like, dude, it's like I'm not gonna be like every other fuck boy on TV that sits here. He's 45 years old. He's an ageless wonder. It's Tom Brady. Ooh. Yeah, but he's dude, hit he's hit or miss. He's TFB. If there's Kyle, Kyle, Kyle fucking Bush, there's Tom fucking Brady. He's TFB, baby. That's it. But, no, after the game, like, so there's all this hype, right? Like, obviously, like, like on Twitter, people were saying, oh, Antonio Brown's coming. Drop. You need to drop Mike Evans. Sorry, guys. Drop. It was like, those idiots, like, I laughed my ass off today just because I've been waiting for the Mike Evans touchdown just to be like, you're fucking stupid if you took that advice. Um, but he was on – they were getting ready to board the plane – and you know how he does his, like, great TikToks or whatever he yeah. does where he's After just like, win. yeah, week six, here we go. Hey, how's it feel to be seven and three? And then there's, like, insert random early 2000s rap song. Like, that's – like that's I live for that, which, man. Which really just started, like, two or three years ago for Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah, literally. Like, I think somebody at the Patriots started that because, like, the most famous oh, one was – method, bro. It's all about personal brand. Yeah, it's it's good stuff. I mean, that's just what we do. It's what everybody has podcasts do and every other shit. Like it's just personal branding. But the uh, the the most notable one that he has, I think, to date was like the him and Rob walking out the tunnel. It's just like we ain't go win no west. 
we well today he had a rollout um, by Ludacris, which I thought was great. And you just you see Rojo just break out Derrick Henry and down the field on the Panthers. So that's always fun to watch. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater is on drugs, um, getting his knee fixed like Aaron Rodgers was at one time. How great would it have been to see a Teddy Bridgewater in my knee moment? That that would be even more electric than an Aaron Rodgers one. We're close. So close, dude. That could have happened. Uh, McCaffrey is, I guess, doing more dude, model shoots. If Bridgewater is hurt, this team's screwed. Yeah, they're bad news. You're gonna see. You're gonna see like 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 Matt Rule's gonna get out there himself with his fucking bib from Baylor. I'm pretty sure their backup Chase is a guy from the XFL that was showing out in the XFL. That's great. Speaking of the XFL, you know who got a touchdown today? You know who the first tight end we're gonna appreciate is today? You wanna know his name? It's Colin Thompson. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna appreciate the shit out of Colin Thompson. Colin Thompson was 2,500 on DraftKings. He settled out his day with a total of 7.7 fantasy points. That is 7.7 fantasy points more than he has ever scored. So of keep why that you in mind. He's a perfect example of why you should not be playing these guys. No, you should be playing them. You should have one lineup where it's the tight end appreciation lineup and you just flex out with just random tight ends that you think might could do something. And you should but, totally waste that money and just be down for it. But what what happens like if he would have all right, if he just scored twice, I'm in, but that's what I like that's what I don't get about DFS people that 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 take like the one percent play and then they get one catch for one touchdown and it's over. Like you're not winning a tournament with that. One reception, seven yards, touchdown. Beautiful. Love it. It was just dude, that's all I needed. He was from dude. Dude, just just huge story, bro. From the Tampa Bay Vipers to Carolina. Touchdown. I can't support it. Yeah, I know you can't support it. He's not There's in the no appreciation fun. club yet. He's not he's not in the club. I just said it's good to appreciate when a tight end does something of notoriety. That was a very notable thing for a guy no one get, knows. Why don't we get some love to Mr. Hunter Henry for finally scoring? Yeah, I mean we're gonna give love to Hunter. We're going to give love to, to Rob. They were the two top tight ends today. They had the most points. They were a, they were a high school as well. Yeah, he was 12 fantasy points. But Hunter and Gronk were the two top boys. They're the two big boys that we're going to appreciate today. Gronk, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm upset because of uh, Evan Ingram and Joe Dirt. And that's why I'm acting. I'm kind of, I'm kind of lashing out right now. I'm going through a little bit of a phase where I'm a little upset and I'm trying to, to let you, you know, tell me to calm down and to realize that the tight ends will come over time and you're still the whisperer. So you're going to have to, you're going to have yeah. to leave me promise land. You know, I figured this out. Maybe the bets didn't do so hot today because there wasn't enough tight end energy. Maybe that was what happened. There need they, these quarterbacks need to step it the fuck up. Like, you can't just have a game and not have at least one tight end out of all of these teams playing score under 15 fantasy points. It's not fair. It's not right. And somebody needs to stop it. This is a problem in this league. Roger, get it figured out. Like, seriously. Like, when I look here and I see a guy like Durham Smith 
you know, 2,500 on DraftKings that only has eight fantasy points. Like, this is an outrage, okay? I'm not going to lie. Overall, it's been a terrible year. (laughs) A terrible year for the tight end because – I was just close to holding it together. (laughs) It's been awful because lately it's like if you don't have one of those big names, like a Kelsey or in some cases Waller, but Kelsey, Kittle, it's like all the rest of them are all in that like four to to ten point range and – that really isn't what we're looking for for top yeah. appreciation club. Not at all. I will tell you this. I know I know we're pissed about Dallas about Dallas and shit. You know, Richard Rogers comes in. If Richard Rogers was out of the equation, I mean, we're looking at a possible fifteen plus fantasy point day for our guy. And I mean, we were right. That was the that was the game for the tight end. This is what I'm mad about. I wake up this morning and I start looking around and I'm making some lineups and I'm finding, you know, I always on Sunday mornings like I find the gaps. Like, I'm like, well, where are the shit that we didn't get to cover? What's the shit we didn't get to talk about? Where's the little things? I need to put this under a microscope. I put Darren Fells in a lineup today because I'm like, this looks like a perfect game for a tight end score for Houston. This is the perfect game for that. Guess who gets it? Pharaoh fucking Brown. Have you ever heard his name? Now, look, I I can't be mean to Pharaoh because I got to appreciate all tight ends. I took an oath. Um, so I do appreciate Pharaoh Brown, his 10 fantasy points. However, I don't appreciate that Darren Fells didn't get that touchdown. Are those two targets? Are those 21 yards? Are the two receptions? I don't appreciate that, but I do appreciate that Pharaoh got some love because to this day, I didn't know who Pharaoh Brown was, but now I do. So I'm excited about it. You know, good job, Pharaoh. Sucks for me, but yeah, I mean, that's – I mean, honestly, I don't really think there's any other tight ends there is. It's just the energy was low today. We got to step it up in week 11, guys. We, we need – I got to get with James. And I, I'm mad about that. James needs more love, dude. Especially – look, you got a backup tight end in there right now. Tyler Eifert don't need no three points. Those three points could have been James's points. Come on, Eifert? Yeah. That could have been James's three points, bro. Dude, O'Shaughnessy, I'm not going to lie. Mr. James O'Shaughnessy needs Minshew back. He does. That's because That that combination is solid because the guy that's quarterbacking for them, I don't even know his name. I don't care to learn it. He sucks. He needs to go. I don't know, man. Dude, he's actually done pretty well for, like, for what they've asked him to do, he's done pretty well. But we're big Minshew people. We're going we're gonna to stick with Minshew, and we're going to stick with O'Shaughnessy. But what really screwed O'Shaughnessy today, I don't know if you were watching Red Zone, he had a, hold, he had a holding call. And I swear, like, they – I don't know if that, if that led to less playing time, but it sure seemed like it. And It didn't sit well with me. Yeah. He's like, doing his job. Dude, one holding call, like, get him in the game. To me, like, the Jags are running, like, their best offense when they have – two tight ends out there with uh, James Robinson and they're running like play action and stuff like that. I don't know. Absolutely. I, I agree. I agree with you hundred percent on that. We just, uh, the, the energy's got, it, it'll go up again next week. They, they, there cannot be another week where all tight ends score under 15 points. It's just, it's not, that's but not real. They need to be losing though. Like, I, and, and that's all right. I'm escaping garage guys and tight end appreciation club. 
they need whether like whether they draft a QB or not. I don't think they will. I think they're going to stick with what they got. But like they need a good draft pick because next year you take the good pieces they have this year and you add in, you know, a top five pick, top three pick. Maybe they have something next year. That's all I'm saying. Like you take Minshew. You know, you know, Minshew has at least something going on. You know, uh, James Robinson seems like he's a top fifteen back. Honestly, undrafted, dude. Literally, he's like doing you a got good him job. for free. Got him for free. We know DJ Chark's good, right? Like, you fix that defense, bro, and you might have something that's that's workable. Mm-hmm. And and that sounds crazy for like all the players they've traded away, like Leonard Fournette, Jalen Ramsey. Who else? I mean, they've they've had they've traded away five starters, dude. So many people, um, and they they've traded away at least. That's three the two people. most notable ones, though. Yeah, and uh, I mean, you've had a lot of passerby wide receivers. I mean, dude, I can't remember a time where like the Jags had like somebody of notoriety. Like those, like these are stars. These are star players in this league. They're on the right. They're on the right path because you take Chark, and then I think Levinsky. I don't think he's great, Chanel. But he's a possession receiver. Like he's somebody you can put in there in the slot and dump it down to him for five yards, and he's going to catch it every time, and he's going to probably fight for five yards. Yeah, 100%, dude. They need to fix their defense. That's my point. And, and it, it ain't crazy how it just took such a landslide, like after like the almost Super Bowl run they were on that year with Bortles. Their it blows my mind. Point, their defense at one point, I was – I remember – two or three years ago before I was providing DFS content and I was just a strictly a player and I was focusing way more on just my lineups. I was locking the Jags defense every week. Yeah. Every week. For like the first time in history, like you wanted them on your fantasy team. Yeah. And, and, you, <laughs> and, like, and I've always preached you never want to talk about defense or like take time or your salary to pick a defense. You just kind of build that position at the end. I was saying pick the Jags up and then play them. They were the Alvin Kamara defenses yeah. at that time. And now they're a bottom – I mean, they're they're crap. Today they, today they played better, I'll say that. I mean, they, they – I just don't want to think – Jalen Ramsey doesn't have – Ramsey doesn't have that much effect on that defense. I think he does. Really? If you look like – morale, like, like maybe morale or something? Like oh, his versatility, dude. Like you look at what he did. Where today. is that now? It's it's there. The Rams are uh, the Rams are a top five defense. Go look at what Jalen Ramsey did to DK Mac to uh, DK Metcalf today. He literally followed him around the field, shut him down. And not only that, I'm pretty sure Metcalf only had two catches, and it was all, but it was like garbage catches. Like he had zero points at halftime. Dude, the Seahawks, man, today. Whew. Yeah. Jalen Ramsey, like, and again, I'm not a big fan because, like, I hate how much trash he talks. But he probably is the most versatile corner. Yeah, I mean, dude, I just remember him in the Jags. He was so good. It's just like I feel like he's disappeared some. Maybe it's because I don't follow him on social media. Maybe I need to follow him again. I don't know. I just I don't feel like he's in the news as much. Well, you're you're kind of you're kind of caught up in the Rams, like. They they have so many good players and it's Aaron Donald's defense. Yeah, That's so you show. kind of forget about him. But you're absolutely right. Um, but yeah, that win that win today uh, for the Rams was was big, and then the Seahawks losing 
since almost like the Cardinals had to win, I can't wait to talk about that. Just the last five seconds of that game. You want to go ahead and do it? Yeah. Okay. So Josh Allen, stud. Ever like he's I feel like he had a little dip and he's back. He had 24 fantasy points today on DK. You gotta love it. There for it. First ones out there to McKenzie. I heard I heard one of the guys was on there talking about they made the comment. You just put about 15 pounds on Josh Allen. He's a tight end. Makes me love the guy even more. Okay. Of course. So, so you take this game. It's going great. We, we've already pretty much figured out Moss is the guy. Beasley gets a little piece of the pie today. John Brown's revenge game is here. That was great. I don't know why we didn't think about that in the first place. Um, I don't know how he finished out the actual game. I have to look at the numbers and the stats. But I know – that the number one wide receiver today was Cole Beasley, the rapper and wide receiver, Cole Beasley, 29 fantasy points, huge day for Cole. Um, this, th- this game had some oomph to it, dude. Stefan was with 16 fantasy points, and they were doing a really good job of covering him, man, and I just feel like they kind of slipped up there in the end, got behind. But that game did not disappoint. Um, and then – the miracle, dude. Like, he borrowed Aaron Rodgers' arm. Kyler Murray borrowed Aaron Rodgers' arm. And you got D-Hop. What are you going to do? I got a lot to say about this game. First, Let's go. Josh Allen's amazing. Yes. Second, his weapons are amazing. I'm pretty sure um, Diggs, Beasley, and John Brown all had over, you know, eight to ten targets, eight to twelve targets. They all had – you know, 60, 70 receiving yards or more. The problem with this team, Chase, I don't know if you, like, they can't block for the running back. They can't block for the running back. They can't block for Josh Allen. And their defense is atrocious. Like, he's car- – like, Josh Allen and, and, the, and the receivers are carrying this team right now. And they had every reason to win this game. It, uh, it was a fluke play. I mean – I don't want to take away from the Cardinals. It was, it was an amazing play. But you dude, don't you don't give D Hop that much room when you're double covered. He didn't have room. That's the thing though. That's the thing though. He did go back and watch that play. If In that the ball, end zone, yeah, they had him, but like he had so much of a jump start. Like you sh- they should have been, and I think I think it was said too, like whoever was double covering him, they should have been closing him from the jump to slow him down from the start. Because when you give him that running jump like dude. that. See, I, I disagree because the the thing is, like, if you if you take him out at any point in the play, like if you try to like get physical with him on the four yard line, then you have a first and like first and four on an untimed down to win the game at the four yard line. So you can't just like take him out and get physical with him. It was weird, dude. I mean, like that play. You know, we've seen Aaron Rodgers throw it in the end zone. None of those plays have looked like that to me. Okay, is it he wrong? He jumped on like – dude, it was literally like he – Yeah, he, he overjumped those guys clear as day. Yeah. Like, what do you do? Like, I, I don't think that was a – if anything, the guy that was rushing the passer has got to make the sack. Yeah, this is what I want to get to. Is it wrong to say that this play was better for Kyler than it was for D-Hop? This was more of a Kyler hero moment than it was a D-Hop hero moment? I think you can make a case for that. I think it was just amazing about both guys. Dude, Kyler, 
Dude, he should – like, there's no excuse for Kyler to have that much time. Like, there was no excuse for that. And that's all on McDermott, dude, because Kyler should have been down. I saw at least, like, two or three guys rushing him. Like, dude, he just his versatility, the way he can get out and shuffle stuff. They were making the comparisons about him and Russell uh, – I'm about to say Russell Westbrook. Uh, him and, and, and Russell, dude, they were, they were literally talking about those two guys, and it's like Russell Wilson – and Kyler Murray have similarities, but Kyler is, is in a different area, dude, I feel like with the versatility. He's got more of that of that Lamar Jackson type of Mike Vickness than Russell yep. does have. Russell's way more of a pure passer. I, I, I think that Kyler has a little bit more like – I don't want to say Kyler's like Vick, but he has more Vick in him than Russell Wilson. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't know what it is. Like, Kyler, he doesn't necessarily look for the run a lot, but you can tell when um, when Kyler, like, puts the ball in, um, in Drake or Chase Edmonds' gut and he pulls it back. When he when he does that and does the, the read option, you know he's going to get the first down. Yeah. He – I'm ready just to make the case. Like, I'm excited to see him next year just because of how he's blooming as a quarterback. Like, I really feel like, like he's what about very, this year? I, I mean, mean he's yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure he's QB two. He is. Like, dude, he killed it, dude. Like, I mean, today what he had – he finished right under Josh Allen today in fantasy points. Um, he's got – if he fixes the, like, the random turnovers, he's going to be – I mean, dude, I'm, I'm ready to say this right now. Like, and this might not be a hot take anymore because it's weak what, week 10? Or it's about to be week 11. Yeah. Give me Kyler Murray any day, any day of the week over Lamar Jackson. Easy. We saw that tonight. We, we did, but it's – it's you know, I've been, a, I've been a Lamar Jackson hater since the – And see, even, I'm not – I always like Lamar, man. I, just, I, like, I like exciting quarterbacks. I like him as an exciting player. I'm, I'm saying I've been a hater in the aspect of I, I didn't never believe in him. I never believed in him. Yeah, from like the – I mean, you're not the only one because, like, all the people that were like, wow, Lamar's amazing this year. They're just, like, easily sliding back into their chairs. I told you guys. Well, I took my L last last year. But did you? Or did they just not have him figured out yet? I took my L, but when – I I mean, I also – I retreated from my L, though, when I said in the playoffs – you're going to see him like you're going to see him lose in the playoffs in the first round. I mean, the Titans beat him. So, I want to be able to retreat from L's in life. <laughs> just anything not, that's not ever done. You don't you don't ever retreat from L's. I feel like you just kind of like move on to the next thing and act like I do. I don't I don't I don't believe in like hope or anything. I'm just like if it happens, it happens. If if it doesn't, we're just going to keep coasting. Like I'm just going to say, man, like. I do not like what I'm seeing from Lamar Jackson. I don't like what I'm seeing. It's like if you take away his first read, he is – and I know we're switching to another game. If you take away his first read and they don't have their run – all right, first of all, you stop the run. You, then you stop his first read. He might be done. Like, he's a one-read QB. Oh, I don't, I don't know, man. He last year was great, but I will say that just from watching some highlights this year after t- tonight, I watched. I'm not gonna lie, I watched like up till halftime 
But if you watch game. highlights, that's the dude, that's the problem. If you watch yeah. highlights, then you think he's great. Like, I've watched highlights, of, yeah, of up to now. And, like, I've talked to – you know, Lindsay O'Kay's been on the show. She's a Ravens chick. And, you know, she's talked about it a lot, like how, um, you know, like everybody I – th- I think she said something to the effect of, like, how people used to hate on uh, Joe Flacco so bad but and all the fans but like now if you like say something like logical and real about lamar jackson that's in a negative tone you get get like roasted and attacked Yeah. yeah but it's like but it's real and and like now i just i've realized that you you when you realize like you take out lamar with his legs and you realize how to watch that offense like it doesn't seem like it was some like miracle from God anymore. It just seems like this was something new that we have never seen. And now we've seen it and now we know how to stop it. And it's like, maybe Lamar went into this year and he was just like, well, I'm just going to do what I did last year. And that ain't working no more dog. <laughs> like, you, yeah. you know, I don't know. I it's, just, it's yeah. Tough. It's tough. I just, I mean, you take away the, are you stamping him fraud? Are you, are you fraud stamping I- him? I fraud stamped him before we started the season last year, and yeah, I, I mean, you probably I went, fraud but I went, stamped him at the draft. <laughs> I went back to it and I said, like, and again, like, I, I think I, I sent this message today. Right now, Patrick Mahomes is so much better than everyone else. Yeah, and and even Russell Wilson, who like everyone was saying Russell Wilson's MVP. I don't care. Patrick Mahomes is so much better. Because I've watched Russell Wilson as great as he's been this season. The dude still makes, like, critical mistakes in big moments. He'll throw a pick and, like, he'll throw picks in terrible situations. Yeah, and then it's just, like, and Pat Mahomes, dude, Pat, Pat Mahomes right now is doing things. He's on goat level. He's a baseball player. Yeah, he, he was wishing he's a baseball the, player. He wishes he's playing in the Moneyball League. Yeah. Brad Brad Pitt Brad Pitt scouted him. What? And Jonah Hill. I just had to say that, like, dude, he's he should he's gonna run away with MVP. Yeah, obviously. I mean, dude, they they are the new the new Pats, dude. It's it's there. That's that is what it is, and it's okay to say that. It's and it's real. Um, but yeah, off the Lamar thing, off everything else, the Arizona game was great. I feel like the late the later games were better than the earlier games today. Uh, there's so much more that overall. Yeah. Um, real quick, just backtrack into the Green Bay game. Look on the Green Bay side. Aaron Rodgers had a, a damn good day. Marquez Valdez Scantling. We had given up on the guy. 27 fantasy points today. Um, if they can just get some more consistency, man, they are they they're they're rocking. They they're definitely there to make a Super Bowl run. Um, that was one thing. I wanted to say their defense got to get tighter. I know that much. See, I thought it was an underwhelming performance. I, I, I'm kind of on the other side of that. I don't know. When, you, when I see 27 fantasy points out of Marquez Valdez Scantling, though, I mean, that's, that's wild. Like, yeah, I mean, was, it, he was, he was like supposed role. to be – he was like $2,000. Like, he went from being like a high-priced guy to like a, a $2,000 fantasy player last season at the end of it. Now he's like right back up to, to strength. Devontae Adams is arguably – the number one wide receiver, I feel like, just – dude, he – his attitude is just immaculate. It's incredible. He had – he didn't have a huge day, but 
I don't think the Valdez Scantley thing really complicates things because <laughs> there's a ton of people out there that were really looking forward to um, the Lizard King, the Lazard King. Yeah. Coming back from IR next week. And if you were me, like, and I'm pretty sure if you were you, Chase, you were saying right when he gets back, he slides into that number two role easily. Not anymore. Like, now, now you're just left with the discussion of who's the number two. Yeah, like, dude, and that, that's the thing with that offense, dude. They've got so many just randos, dude. They're just like, it's me, it's me. And then, like, you don't know if you're getting frauded or not. So it's like, what? How do you figure this out? It's just, it's like, I feel like at this point, uh, you know, Lafleur has beat it, dude. He's just like, he's all out of beats, dude. He don't know what the hell to do. He's just like, this dude goes the fuck off. This dude goes the fuck yeah. off. I, I was upset. Robert Tanyan didn't go off. I wanted my Tanya yeah. Tanyan today. Talk about clutch performance, though. Like, like MVS. We're calling him MVS. <laughs> yeah, like, where where do you come from, man? If he had not done this today, he was done, bro. Yeah, like, it was over. Been, he's been so bad for like two years. But it is against the Jags. I know. It's against the Jags. It was a bad performance from – all right, so I've got to ask you something, Chase. This is more your, like, your subject, more of a, a garage guy subject, more off the football talk. What does uh, Aaron Jones have on beat at LaFleur? There's some like, because they dude they were playing Jamal Williams so much like they were giving him the ball the whole first half. Yeah, I don't think it's what he has on Beat at Lafleur. I think it's what Beat at Lafleur has on him. Ooh. I think I think he's I think he's got Aaron by the balls here. There's something going on. He's just like I will play you when I want to, and you. But doesn't that mean he kind of like has a thing for Jamal Williams? I've said it before. I think they're gay with each other. I think that they've got a thing going on. Like, I think that they, like, love each other, dude. There's no other reason why you wouldn't have Aaron Jones in that game all the time and let him be the standalone guy. I think there's a love affair there. Dude, I'm not going to lie, like, and this might be a hot take. Do you take Aaron Jones um, a Dalvin Cook type season? Maybe not. Maybe not. Hundred. Uh, we're getting eighty percent of Dalvin Cook season with Aaron Jones, but why won't they make him the workhorse? That's my point. Is like they will not make him. I mean, Chase. We've seen him. What he won your fantasy league for you. He did it probably what four weeks of the year last year. But why doesn't he? Get, why doesn't he get the chance to do it? Okay, so he did it four times last week, or four times last season. He did it. How many chances do you have? To, to be that guy. Probably eight. He probably did it half yeah. the time. All right, look, in in all, like, like logical answering, like, away from me doing my normal shit, I will say this. Like, he, is, he has been injured. Maybe this is a precautionary deal. You know, maybe this is something that uh, – It didn't seem that, like that. Well, I'm just saying, it's, that, that is there. That is, the possibility is there. Uh, me being garage guy – it's a fucking conspiracy, and Aaron Jones should be the lead guy all the time. Jamal and B. LaFleur are beating it in the locker room together, and Aaron Jones, like, obviously didn't want to pull his pants down for him. So that's what's happening here. 
Okay, that's it. Like he should be. He would be Dalvin Cook. He would be more than Dalvin Cook. He would be the Ooh. guy. It, it would be. It would be Aaron Jones and Alvin Kamara running the show. Okay, Dalvin Cooks. Dalvin Cooks up there though. Dalvin Cook doesn't give me hard, man. I don't know what it is about. He's look. He's got. He's got legs. He knows how to use them. Like ZZ Top said. However, it's I, I just see a lot of like ups. Like the way Dalvin Cook plays and his big play potential is very similar to Alvin. Uh, not Alvin Kamara. Aaron Jones. Yeah. They they have a lot of the similar. I don't. I, I just. I don't know. Williams, I don't want to make this as like a a con to Jamal Williams because he probably would be a starter for a few teams. The Jets. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I just get pissed off. I don't even have Aaron Jones in that many leagues this season. I just want to see that man be successful. Any dude that will wear a mariachi hat and a NASCAR shirt on the sideline, that's my motherfucking dude. That's Aaron Jones. That's who he is. And if you didn't know that, now you know that. Go look him up. NASCAR shirts. I went for 25 fantasy points today against the Jacks. He should have had 30 against the Jacks. Yes. Yeah. But you know what it is? It's just like I said on Florio. Florio put a tweet out today about how, where is Aaron Jones? It's the predictable, always predictable guy. There's always one predictable play that will just tank. And won't I'll tell shit. you right now. I'll tell you right now. I don't care who the Packers are playing in the first round of playoffs. I'll probably be against the Packers. I've seen enough to know, like, dude, I think the Packers are frauds. You think they're frauds, like fraud frauds? Yep. You put like a good fraud team in front frauds. of them. And it's nothing against – I don't even think it's Aaron Rodgers' fault. I just think it's – I'll take this back. If it's, if it's against anybody, like the Giants, Cowboys, if it's any of the, that division, the, the NFC worst, you know, all bets are off. But – the way it's designed, they would. I don't think they'd be playing. They'd be playing like the three seed or the four seed. I don't know where they are right now. I don't think they're frauds, but I think that they are a, a really good machine that has been put into overdrive, and the screws are loosening up. And at any moment, they can break. I agree. I mean, they seem like their their defense seems like it's one player away from being awful. I mean, it's already average. Lose a player, they're done. Their receivers are below average outside of Devontae Adams. You take one player out of that, it's probably – I mean, if Devontae Adams gets hurt, bro, it's over. Yeah. I I mean, they were able to make do. I mean, that will be good for Tonkatanian. I'm sure he'll be a little more relevant. (laughs) He'll be a little more fancy relevant. He'll spread it around a little bit more. It's just maybe not play Aaron Rodgers in your lineup, but play some of the other guys, and you're going to have one pop off, one not. I mean, you think, Blake, all right, let me ask you this. How great has Aaron Rodgers been this year? Amazing. He's been amazing. And yet, yet, and yet, I feel like he can they, – they aren't one of my favorites to win the Super Bowl. It's weird, he can't man. be better than what he's been. That's a weird team. I'm really thinking about it now. It's such a weird situation. Who yeah. is Matt LaFleur? Like, where has he been? What has he done? Like I feel like I've taught you off your take because I feel like before we started this, you were saying they were a Super Bowl team. Yeah, man. Like, why you do this? Like, in the middle of a fucking podcast, I'm sitting here, like, questioning everything now. 
It's good though. It's good to think. It's good to change your mind sometimes. Sometimes this is when we had our biggest argument though. Yeah, you remember, wait. Were you talking about last year? The big argument that was the best. That and went the playoffs, on for literally yeah. thirty-five. You were minutes. backing the Packers. I don't even. I don't even know what team I was backing. Who was I backing? I'm not a Packers guy. Like that's what's wild about it. It was Who the Chiefs was and the Packers. No, 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 no. San Francisco. 49. Yeah, I had the 49ers. Yeah. yeah. Oof, tough for them. Saints. Who that, baby? Who that? Let's talk about that. Drew Brees, is he um, – what's the injury report, Chase? I don't know, but crab legs is in. Rib <laughs> injury. He was questionable to return. Uh, I, I, don't, I couldn't figure out, and I'm sure there's already a report out now. I don't know if he was pissed or if he wanted that. I can't make up my mind. Who? Drew. I don't know whether Drew was pissed because he kept his helmet on. Typically, if Drew is, like, not pissed, he'll, like, take his helmet off and he'll chill. I don't know if that was some kind of scare tactic or what. I hope you're looking it up, and I think you are. I appreciate you. Um, but I'm, I am glad that Jameis Winston got playtime because, if anything – I think that this needs to show. Now, you know me. Like, I was always – I loved Taysom. I thought Taysom was electric and great when he scores, when he does good, whatever. You call me a bad fan, that's fine. I don't give a fuck. I just want to see Florida Lees on top at all times. So, with Jameis being there, I'm happy and I want to see him do good. Um, but – at the same time, it's like it does suck for Breeze, but if you're not going to be able to do shit, then you got to go. Sorry, dog. I mean, I'm just going to say, like, what I that saw. That was the laziest day. response I've ever given in my life. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> well the, the, the product put out there today by Jameis and, and company was not good. So. I would want Breeze back if I'm in your need practice. He's got he's to figure it out. What better way to figure it out and throw him in? Dude, there's nothing you can do to break his spirit, though. I'm sorry for overstepping on your, your takes. It might be the best situation for, like, him to – for Breeze to rest, like, for four weeks and then come back for the playoff run. Do you think he's going to be out for four weeks with this? Did you do any research? No I have no – I'm not seeing anything. It's, uh, there's an MIR tomorrow. MRI tomorrow. And I like the other one better. What did I say? MIR. Let's just go with MIR. Yeah, there's a murder. There's a murder tomorrow. But Brandon, I I think you know how amazing would it be if Breeze has been like a little banged up this like for six weeks. Let's say Breeze has been a little banged up, but then you get him like week sixteen, full force. Yeah, I'm I'm here for that. And if that but means Jameis is playing above average, do you bench him? So it's it's yeah. that's see, and that gets us right back into the situation. I feel like we were in last season, like when we get to the playoffs, it's like the pride factor goes up. I'm still on that hill. I will die on that hill, dude. That breeze, breeze is he deserves it. The, the gig man I, you got he deserves him. it he deserves it but if you're what? in a pinch i will die on that hill from that vikings Dude. game i will die on that hill i'll die on it look all right all you need to do chase is focus on last week he led you to a season with only two losses without your best receiver the minute he gets him back 
He shreds the number one defense for what? Four touchdowns. He throws to 12, 12 different receivers. I don't see how, like, I really don't That's, see how there's an argument. I don't see it. There's not, but, that, that, but you know what that does show? That shows you that Drew Brees' pride is real. You throw him in a game against the GOAT, somebody that is supposed to be the GOAT, and he shows out like a motherfucker. I want him to play Tom Brady every week. I want Tom Brady to sign with every team that is on the upcoming schedule for the Saints, and that's how we'll get to the Super Bowl. Drew Brees' pride is real. See, you I don't know think that. that, bro. I, and, like, I will I, argue with you to the death. See, I'm the polar opposite because – I think Breeze is the QB that's always just like given what the defense gives him. So it's like Todd Bowles, known for blitzing the QB. Drew Breeze was reading the blitz and just throwing it. I don't think it was a he's out there for his ego to prove that he belongs in the category of Tom Brady. I really don't. It might the record against Brady might might seem that way, but to me it's Breeze is the literal like the literal. QB of make the right decision. To me, he's always made the right decision. He Judge checks it down when he needs to check it down. He throws it long when he should throw it long, which is rare these days. He never throws it long, but he can't do that much anymore. Yeah, but my point he's is, like, too many nightshades. Unlike yeah, Tom Brady, I don't, I don't know how much it really is. Like, do you really think Brees has an ego thing? That would be yeah. wild, bro. That's why that is wild to say. All right, you're you're in your forties, and you see another man that's older than you that's out there playing like he's still young as shit, and he you know that you've got these records beaten, and you want to be on top, and you want to be that success story that was thrown out of the garbage of San Diego and came back and led a team to a Super Bowl and did great things, and there's this guy that's just fucking creeping on you behind that everyone already calls the goat because he's got Super Bowls. Yeah, it's a fucking ego thing. I don't think – I think Brees is very – It's a healthy ego. I'm not saying Drew is bad by any means. I love Drew Brees. I love everything he's done for the Saints. Everything he's done for the city of New Orleans is great. But at the same time, we got some fucking speedy people now. We got like like Deontay Harris, for instance. If we get somebody to get that ball deep downfield, we got a Tyree Kill situation in New Orleans right now. Drew can't throw that far it. no more. You got to chill out about Deontay Harris. He ain't that good. He ain't no Tyreek Hill. But he's fast. He's fast. He is fast. I'm just saying, like, I don't think I don't think he's jealous of Tom Brady. Like, I'm not saying he's jealous. I'm saying that if you were a badass quarterback, look at people like Dan Marino or like John Elway, like all those old quarterbacks, well, Troy Aikman, all those guys, okay, from like the 90s that were big and hot. You know they all had this little secret fucking thing where they're like, I want to go out on top. I want to go out on top. Everybody that's in those situations that can be great, that can be good. You're you're out there with the best of the best in the entire fucking world, dude. You want to be. I mean, I you agree. Want to leave your Bruce wants to go out on top, but that's a little oh, bit yeah. different. That's a little bit different than what was said earlier. I don't think Breeze is. We saw Taysom getting there and throw that big ass play. I, I hate going back to that fucking game because it aggravates me. But you see Taysom going there with this long ass throw and he makes it, then Drew wants to go in there and do the same shit, and then boom, there's an interception. You know what I mean? There's an like, point in time on this podcast where you get on here and you apologize to me for forever wishing the whole breach thing was over. I don't wish it was over. Not I wish he, we – Bro, every time he's not playing or he's not playing his best, you want him 
you want someone else in there. You, you I don't want it. I don't want to dip. I don't want to dip into a fucking four to six year funk. That's what I don't want. So yeah, if we got another guy that can come in and take care of some shit, I want him to be ready. That's it. But that's my point. You're proving my point, right? Like why rush it when you have breeze and you're sh- and you're saying like, hurry up something that's not a proven thing. I think if they put Jameis in there right now and went with them, it might work for like six weeks and then it's done. Give him six weeks. If Drew needs rest, no, don't well, overplay next him. Season, next season, it's like I thought you're so eager, and some Saints fans, not all, like are so eager for the next big thing when you have the like ride the wave until, and it's coming from somebody that's that's been there. Like I have been there with Tom Brady. Tom Brady was bad last season. Not saying it was his fault or the offense's fault, or Bill Belichick's fault, or Josh McDaniel's fault. It was I'm not, somebody's fault. It was someone's fault. I think the overall roster was not that good, and this year it's kind of being shown. Like, I know they won tonight, but the roster is not that good. The Saints roster is stacked. You have literally the top two, top two or top three running back and a top two or top three receiver, and you have an above-average defense – you ride Drew Brees until the day he quits. Like, and that, and it's not even a question to me. Like, you don't put somebody in there that has a career average as one of the worst touchdown and interception ratios ever, ever as a starting QB. You don't just say, like, oh, screw it. We'll throw Jameis in because he can throw a better deep ball. I just don't think you do that. We're highly Drew. emotional people, Drew, okay? Very highly emotional people. Every Saints fan I know is a very highly emotional person. So I don't think so because I know some Saints fans that are like that won't breeze. In there the are people, there are people that I have never like hung out with a day in my life before, and then get to the dome, and like we're all just like vibing on this one shit. When it comes to the games that like that we're supposed to be good or breeze is supposed to be good at, it's just like and shit falls apart. You're gonna get people just like get somebody else because we, we have the options. But it's just, like, I think that Jameis, like, I do want to see him get a little bit more playing time. Like, if you're going to put anybody in, at this point, put Jameis in. Don't put Taysom in. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like let him get some they're shit going. They're going to keep Taysom in his role. I know they are. It didn't work they're out not, too hard. Not, I don't think they're going to make Taysom like an every-down player. I'm not uh, – and, again, I, I'm, I'm taking the defense of a Drew Brees, like, fan but I don't, I don't really care about Drew Brees I think See, that's why I do all this that's why I do this is just to make you a Drew Brees fan because you're talking well I mean I don't I don't, <laughs> I don't I respect Drew Brees I do I do I respect yeah. him but it's not I think as everything I'm saying can be valid and I still can think Jameis Winston can go win five games straight I'm just saying in a long haul there's going to be a day and I still firmly believe this that you're going to be like dude you were right the Saints are seven and nine, and I did not appreciate what Drew Brees did. It's going to happen. No, this is the difference. I grew up through Aaron Brooks era. I know there. my dad's been a season ticket holder for forty-five years, so I, I've, I've watched there. him complain more than you have. I've watched him. I've watched it all. I'm just saying, you don't appreciate Brees enough. Well, I'm just saying that I'm here in the moment, and Drew's getting older, and he's on a TB12 diet. And I just want to make sure well, that we don't go back. What's the problem with two more years? Where has he led you? Like, what are I'm you just, mad about? Like, where, like, 
It's taken the rest. I feel like the Super. I feel like our Super Bowl shit is like slipping away every fucking year that Drew gets. Just get to the playoffs and see what happens. I don't know. Maybe I'm just in the fucking twilight zone. Maybe I'm just in the twilight zone. Maybe I'm just so fucked for the from the past three years that my brain is just fucking fried. That's my that's 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 my point though. Is like it's taking the refs screwing you guys. Like if, if the refs don't screw you guys, what's the likelihood that you're on my side of the argument? Very much. <laughs> I have no I have no shame. I have no shame to say that, dude. Like I'm just I want that fucking Super Bowl so bad. I want the two. I want to see Drew get two because I know what's going to happen. I want that Cinderella story for that dude. I love Drew Brees. I love Drew Brees. I love the fuck out of Drew Brees. And I want to see him have that moment where he goes and he's like, we won. I'm retiring. This is it. I got it. I'm riding out into the sunset. I want him to have that Peyton Manning moment. I I I got one final question for you. And answer this honestly. I will. Who do you think can rattle off three or four straight wins in the playoffs against three or four straight good defenses? Jameis Winston or Drew Brees? Depends on the defense. All right, just all right. Three or four games against any defense in the league: Jameis Winston or Drew Brees. Who would I really be starting? Just who can win three or four games straight without having a collapse? Drew. That and to me, it's like I don't, I don't even think it's like remotely and. Again, I don't have a problem with James Winston. It's just if you put James Winston right now on like the I'm trying to think of a team that could all right. If you put James Winston on the Redskins, they're probably winning that division. Yeah, you're not wrong. Maybe not the Redskins. Maybe the Washington Football Team. I mean, it's the NFC East. I mean, you know. Okay, but Daniel like, Jones was out there looking like a franchise quarterback today. I know. My, my, point is like, James, my point is Jameis can be a starter, and I can still yeah. be saying the things I'm saying about Drew Brees. I like Jameis. I just – there's a lot of anger. There's a lot of hurt that I have, and it's just like I don't know what the answer is. That's the honest thing. Look, we've had this conversation now way too many times on this podcast. Yeah, we got to stop. This is, this is the last time we're ever having it. My brain is in a blender from the last three years. I don't know what we need or what we know. All I know is that I want to see Breeze get one more Super Bowl ring, and I want to see him stay on top for as long as he can, and that's it. But I also want to be prepared for if that doesn't happen, and I don't want to go back to Aaron Brooks' years because the quarterback wasn't experienced enough. I'm going to stop talking. I want my cake, and I want to eat it too. That's it. That's it. I think you guys are in a great position to be right back to be screwed by the refs. Fuck you. Okay, next. No, that's off. a good thing. That's a good thing. Like, <laughs> looking at the schedules right now, Chase. I don't want to be screwed by the refs again, no, man. What my, point, my point is you're going to be right back in a situation where you're probably playing at home. And I'm just saying, like, you're going to be back in the playoffs as long as you guys don't screw up. I'm confident in that, too, even with Tom Brady and with Tampa. I'm still confident in that. I would love an NFC uh, the the NFC championship to be the Bucks and the Saints. That would be epic. By, by the Saints beating them that second time and what uh, with the schedules the way they are, the Saints have the path to the bye. Like the the they either have the path to the bye or the number two seed. 
Because remember, we're on the we're on the new system, right? Where it's like only one team gets a buy. One team. Yeah. One team's rule them all. We gave way too much attention to the Saints. We did. We always do every time we get on them. Um, I, I don't know what else really to talk about. I feel like we have been going for a very long time. I have not kept a time clock on this. Uh, I hope all your you listeners out there hope your ears are doing good because this is like, like I said, this is first full Sunday full of football, and it's just this feels like a 2019 conversation right here, man. So I hope that you guys are enjoying it. Fantasy production sucked too. Yeah, it just was not a good fantasy production day. I will say, good to see Josh Jacobs back doing some things, and we were correct. Raiders do ride horses, so that was that was a fact. Our uh, Roto Baller DFS preview show, we did decent. Jakeem Grant, we didn't even say anything about Jakeem. He did it, man. He paid himself off, big time. I think he overpaid. Yeah. We were right. I told I, we, we told everybody. I told everybody in my, in my area. You told everybody in your area, and then we told the world on YouTube. And by the way, if you we guys the are out story. there, yeah, we told the world our story. Soldier Boy, tell him. Um, Deontay Johnson, hell of a oh, playoff in rankings. Yeah, Josh Reynolds was right. We were right. We should have went with him or with Robert. We and we said that too. That you can literally listen to that if you go watch the Roto Baller Week 10. So we kind of gave you that play, too. So that Robert Woods kind of is Josh Reynolds on there. I'll just replace his face. I feel like I always um, like rely on you for memory about myself, which is probably a scary thought because I probably should remember more things about myself than I do. But That's I feel like okay. I, said a lot, I said a lot of good things on that video that were outside of our plays. Is that right? I did. Yeah, we gave a lot of extra options, which is why you okay. should go watch it. And I'm going to go restudy it just so I can get clips, so I can put it out and brag about what we do because I'm that guy in this group right here. I'm the guy that Thank overly you. brags. Yeah, it's not you. So one, somebody well, we, has to do it. Like, I can't – I can tell you right now probably half the guys we played. I can't tell you a single running back we recommended. Who do we recommend for running back? Aaron Jones and uh, I want to say – I want to say it was Aaron Jones, and we had – give me a second. Um, yeah, I can't, I can't remember anybody. See, my problem oh, is no. once I do once I do the video with you – Oh, uh, Miles Sanders. But Boston Scott yeah. was that dude. He was okay. Boston Scott was the one. You, you talked about Boston Scott. You said you like Boston Scott. Really? Yeah. They only finished a point away from each other, so it doesn't really matter. But that was Boston cool. Scott's an above average backup. Miles Sanders still is like he's the guy. He's a little bit different. He's all around back. But my point is like by the time I do the the show with you, Chase, and I do my rankings and I do my best bets, I don't remember who we talked about. Yeah, it, this has been the busiest NFL season for you since you got into the fantasy uh, fantasy world of content creation. I will say that you've really? taken on a lot of shit. You, you, last year you were just doing rankings on our Patreon page, and now you're covering Rotoballer bets. You're doing rankings for premium on kinda there. Missed the kind of missed the old days. Yeah. Can yeah. I miss it? Can I miss it a little bit? I think the, the amount of work has been no – like the only thing that we've added, truthfully, is the video. Yeah. I'll, and you, know, I'm, you know me. Like, I love the video. Well, I hope the, all the, you guys that listen love the video, too. Dude, the rankings and the, the bets that I was doing, um, that I'm doing now for Rotoballer, I was doing for the Patreon page. Mm-hmm. So it's Man. really not any different. 
it was I was just I, I was just thinking, man, it'd be crazy if like, you know, just like one day we were just doing all that like in that capacity again. That'd be wild. <laughs> be some crazy stuff. I see it. Yeah, yeah I can good. see it. I don't know. Um uh just quick shout outs though, because I know that it's it's so hard to like not like get into the games. DeAndre Swift, twenty five point fantasy day. Good to see. Uh they need they need some kind of Barry Sanders to save their soul there in, uh, in Detroit. Dude, I have one thing to say about that, and I don't want to get into a long discussion, but how yeah. in the world do you ever sit there at that roster during practice and during you know pregames and the whole preparation phase? How do you ever sit there and say, you know what, Adrian Peterson's gonna be our guy? I got the answer for you. Um I thought I was going to have a visual aid, but I don't. It's lead poisoning because when you put lead too close to your brain, like behind your ear in a pencil, Dude. you make really stupid choices. Hot Amazing. topic, Patricia. Dude, I, I just don't get it. Like, and I know that these guys have been around football so much longer, so much more than me and you. And we're just two guys talking. We're on podcasts. We're just two guys doing podcasts. But yeah, we're just two guys. We're not fantasy analysts. We're just guys. Just like, but but like, I watch those games. I'm like DeAndre Swift has. He's light years ahead of Adrian Peterson for right now. Like Adrian Peterson was great. I love Adrian Peterson. He's but, also light years younger than Adrian Peterson yeah. too. And that's fact, dude. And I and I checked today. There was a there was a point they got to the red zone and there came Adrian Peterson marching in. And like, what do they like? Make him your guy and stop stop it. Like, if anything, I never thought I'd say this. I would be giving Carry On Johnson carries over Adrian. Peterson. Yeah. I, I am really upset because I want Carrion Johnson to be a starting running back somewhere just because his name is Carrion. And, like, that's literally what he does. He carries. He's not going to be the, the starter if they don't give him touches. There's also a metal song. It's like, Carrion. And, like, it just. Dude, I, do, I do love the name. Perfect hype video. He was from um, Auburn, wasn't he? Yeah, he was an Auburn guy. He was a, he was a War Eagle, Tiger, uh, whatever the other one is. Um, Plainsman. There we go. There we go. Um, yeah, we, we've pretty much covered a lot. Tua, uh, keeping the, the thing along, Deshaun Watson kind of quietly had, like, one of the shittiest days of his life um, until the end, until Farrah Brown got a touchdown. Um, a lot of people are – for you. Yes. Why are you hating on me? Because you ain't did nothing to him but count this money and push your team right, on. but – but seriously, two, all right, Dolphins, Bills, who do you take? Bills. I'll take the Dolphins. And see, what's funny is I told I told everybody in the beginning of this season the Dolphins will be a wild card team. Dude, their defense is for real, bro. It's, it's it, my it heart. Is, well, look, my heart takes the Bills. My heart takes the Bills. Dude, the Dolphins. My heart defense. got ripped out when Fitz, Fitzpatrick left. And Kyle Van Noy was even playing. I'll say this, though. If the Bills can find, like, 20% of their defense they had last year, they back. But they're giving up so many points, bro. Look, it's good. I'm glad the Dolphins are back. I've been excited. I've been waiting for Ace Ventura Dolphin days to, re, to come back to us, the Marino days. However, if they don't have style and swag with it, I can't support it. What about this? Is Brian Flores already – like, is he already the best person out of the Belichick tree? Tom will tell. Oh, because right you, now? 
Well, right I mean, now, you already had like you had Bill O'Brien, right? Make the it's playoffs, a, it's an easy argument right now. It's easy. But I mean, Bill O'Brien. I mean, technically, there's people that have made the playoffs. Like Bill O'Brien's made the playoffs what two or three times. Yeah, he will get that validation immediately if he takes that team to the Super Bowl this year. Oh, they're not going to the Super Bowl, but I think they. I think he gets the validation if they if they if he takes the Dolphins and wins one playoff game, he's better than Bill O'Brien. Yeah, that's true. For now. Yeah, I just think that like the 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 Bills margin. Okay, three weeks ago. Me and you would say the Bills are so much far ahead of the Dolphins. Right now, yeah, they're – because they were. They're right here. So, they, does this say that two is the guy – two is that guy? See, I think they'd be doing the same thing with Fitzpatrick. Their defense if – you, if you've watched the games, every game the past three weeks, they've gotten out to an early lead because of their defense. I want to see – I want. I, so, basically, this is what it is. Um, like – Every every coach that came from the Patriots, they all were around Bill, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, they all basically became Coach Klein from the Waterboy, and all their pride was stolen from them because they had all the plays. Well, this time, it's like now Flores is Coach Klein at the, at the Bourbon Bowl. That's what like this it. is. He got his mojo back. So, Brian, Brian Flores is evolved Coach Klein with Bobby and- Boucher on defense. And Coach Klein's probably got like, and I'm I'm not I'm not an Alec. I know the answer to this, but Coach Klein, which is Coach Flores, they probably have like 15 picks next year. We don't even know about it. Yeah, dude, I, I'm excited. This is all I can request. Dolphins need to drop those new unis because they suck, and they need to go back to wearing the alternate classics all the time. Because there's nothing that hits harder than that old school curved dolphin than that weird like worm dolphin. I can't deal with that. I support you know that. me. I'm more finesse. I'm more finesse boy. You're more like deep in the heart of the roots of the game boy. Like I need him to look good and play good. You just want him to play good. You know what I, I mean? watch a lot, dude. I I mean I watch the game very very detailed. Like and and you're you're more of the flash. You're a flashy guy. Yeah. Like if the Patriots were a little bit more like loose, like all those years, I may have been a Pats fan. I don't know. That's probably why you would you would support a cam going like a six game winning streak. You probably would like it. Yeah, if they if but like so that's the thing is just like well, before we end the show, we'll say you brought up something to my attention. Cam Newton does look very stupid in disposable masks. He needs to have his own personal mask. Yeah, dude, don't get me started. I want to celebrate the Patriots win. I'm not going to get in a <laughs> negative mindset. What I saw him wearing, like you, I was watching the Red Zone today. Yeah. Which shows every team, I didn't see one QB rocking a mask like that. Mm-mm. It's like he went to, like, the dollar store and, like, took the one that's in the little basket. And the fact that he's over there, like, wearing a mask. And he's, like, he's having contact where he's face mask to face mask with people. But then he's going over to the sideline and all the coaching, all the coaching staff has them on. But you look around, no one else has them on. Is he a show masker? He may be a show masker. Yes, 100%. He's a show masker. Those are the worst but kinds. I'll say this, Chase. Shout out to Kobe Myers. Yes, the quarterback that isn't a quarterback. Dude. Kobe Myers. The Patriots have found another guy that's like, come. he is – he's for real. Yeah, and I would love to see that because anytime Rex Burkhead with that stash gets those scores, <laughs> I'm here for it. 
I think that'd be a perfect way to ride this show out. I think I think we, yeah, we covered a lot in the show. All right, is this that's our longest it. football episode of the season? Of the season, yes. And yeah. thank you for sticking by. Whether you had to break this down into three times, whether you – I don't know how you broke it down over the week, whatever. If you sat here and listened to this entire thing all the way through, DM me and, you and let me drop. know. Yeah, and I will send you drip drop. That's for real. And the only way that you'll know about that is if you're here right now listening to this and you have some sort of like proof or you're very convincing. So either way it goes, your garage family, we love you. We appreciate it. And as always, you know, go hit up our website, garageguysfancysports.com. Check out all of our content. Uh, right now, mainly it's just uh, I'm on the video with Chef Boy on uh, Rotoballer. And all of the written content is by Chef Boy at Rotoballer now. The NASCAR is over. So that's where you can get all that and get the Scoopies promo code garage. Um, last word, Chef Boy, before you close the kitchen. It's been fun, man. It's on. <laughs> Let's have fun. We love it. And if you're married and you appreciate tight ends, only appreciate your wife's. So remember that too. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to Chef Girl and NASCAR White Witch. We love them. All right, we're out. Sports party. Repeat. I'm invisible. It's the garage guys. 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 It's 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 the garage guys. It's it's the garage guys.